live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios in Boston, Massachusetts. Welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studios just outside of Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Matt Tobacco from SmokinTobacco.com. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. I am joined once again by my beautiful fiance, the legendary Smokin' Nicole. Um, and Mr. Jonathan Carney is not with us tonight. And we don't have any guests. Well, well, mystery guests. We have a mystery guest. <laughs> not a guest that maybe anyone would anticipate a guest of, no. but... There is a third person that will be joining us in person tonight. Um, so, welcome to the show. Um, what are you? Uh, what are you smoking? Um, I'm going to join you in that in a minute, but go ahead and tell me one. Um, I'm smoking a Julius Caesar, um, and I'm not actually familiar because you handed this to me right before the show. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a special size. I oh, you have the box. That's I wouldn't call it a limited. Um, product. Well, I wouldn't call it like a limited edition. I'd call it a limited production, um, as our friends from J.C. Newman have told us. Uh, it is the Julius Caesar Etu Brute, mm. uh, or what Fuente people would more commonly recognize it as, like a shark. Um, it's too blurry. Well known for being part of the Toast Across America box that the Newman and Fuente families put out for Cigar Family Charitable Foundation every year. They come in the two-pack of one of these and then an opus um but these can be these can come uh they do come boxed on their own box of 20 um but it, it's just not a very common um box to find but they are good uh i would say julius caesar is probably my favorite of the diamond crown line i just uh i, I like all the other ones the black diamond's pretty good too but the julius caesar i gotta say is my favorite i, I love this cigar uh this particular size is cool whenever i have these on hand i get really excited um I also really like the uh, the Churchill in this one as well. And so I have one here that I will start up in a second. I am finishing uh, a rarity. I don't normally smoke these uh, on the show at least. Um, I actually have a Cohiba Maduro 5 uh, from the Great Island of Cuba. And you know, it's not often. I don't think we ever really smoke Cubans on the show. No. It's not really like it's intentional. It's just kind of like... I mean, we have them. We have a good amount of them. It's, we just never really... They're hit or miss. I mean... Yeah. I like the Partagas Serie E, but I find them sometimes to just be tight, you know, depending on... As all Cubans yeah, are. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So, not my favorite, you personally, know, I but... I found this box in one of my humidors, and I was just kind of feeling it. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go. It's a, You know, the smaller size, the Secretos, the Secretos, I don't know. Um, but... So the smaller side. And I was like, eh, I'm in the mood for the show. But I, I am going to get into a Julius Caesar in a moment. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been an interesting week for us. Something happened this week that blew right by. And I didn't even... I don't, and, I, and it dawned on me today while I was at work. And I was doing, I was doing some stuff. And I was just like, huh. It's, it's September 2nd. I totally, I totally dropped the ball on this. Um, for those who don't know, uh, s the Smoking Tobacco brand, uh, the concept of it, the name, all that, not the show that has its own celebratory day um, on May Day Eve, um, was started September 1st of 2019. So yesterday marked the two-year uh, two anniversary of the Smoking Tobacco brand as a whole. I know. I feel like... I mean, you only missed it by a day, granted, but I feel like this is foreshadowing any of our future anniversaries. You're j it's just going to blow past you, mm. <laughs> and yeah. you're going to forget. I don't know about that. I mean, I, I, it's hard to it's hard to forget, you know, an anniversary like that. You know, that, that's obviously that anniversary will be much more important to me than this. Um, as they all say, right? As, 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 <laughs> as it should, as it should. Um, I would say it's, it'll still be number two. It'll still be number two, um, <laughs> but it, it will be there regardless, nonetheless. Um, no, so, you know, it, it's, it's crazy because, you know, the, the show, we, we celebrated the one-year anniversary of the show itself um, back in April. Um, but, you know, Smoking Tobacco is more than just the show. So, um, you know, being fully involved in trying to, 
you know, build and promote, you know, it started, you know, it it started on Instagram. It grew to Facebook. Then it grew to its own website, you know, and then it grew to a lot of other things. And then it grew to a show. Um, and then it grew to another show. And then it grew to, you know, just so many, so many things that we're we're doing and, and fundraisers we've done and, you know, and 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 um, and you know, media coverage, events, and trade shows, and on the go, uh, and all that other stuff. More than just here in the, in the studio. So. Um, yeah, it, it's it's been a long ride, and, and I said before, uh, I, I wrote a post about it on Facebook. You know, it feels like it's been like ten years. Like you know, it's one of those things that you know we we've, we just spent so much time doing, and you know, two years is not a long time, but it can feel like a long time, and it, it's already felt like a lifetime. And you know, I look at all the you know our peers, you know, like you know Coop or you know KMA just celebrated their tenth anniversary, you know, like last week. Uh, which was really cool. They were at J.C. Newman um, with the uh, with Bobby and um, Eric Newman. Uh, that was really cool. You know, they've been doing it for 10 years. Cigar Authority, I think, is 11 years now. You know, and that's a long time. You know, I can only imagine how those guys must feel. Um, but, you know, we're still here. We're still going. Uh, looking ahead to, to our third anniversary and, and many more beyond that. So just really happy to be here. And thank you to all of our followers, viewers, listeners, fans, and of course, our partners who help make this happen. Um, thank you, guys, sincerely. I appreciate it. I know Nicole appreciates it. We both do. Um, it's uh, no, it really, it's, it's it is special. You know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, and, and it's not trash talk, but you know, there's a lot of people who don't make it because they realize it's not for them, or they see the work that goes into it, and maybe they're just not up for that commitment. And then, that, and that's okay, really. It it, it it's not, you know. It is a commitment. It is. It is we a commitment, and it's not for everyone, and that's okay. And some people, you know, they, they like the idea. They try it. They give it an honest go, and it's not for them, and, and that's too bad. But, you know, at least they had that experience, and they tried it. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people who start out. Not a lot of them finish uh, or, or stick with it, and, you know, and, and that happens, and that happens in anything you do. So, you know, we're, we're still here. You know, we're, we're going ahead, you know, um, you know everything everything's good. So, hmm. 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 I'm, I not, I, I'm not getting into it. I know. I know where that'll lead to. That 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 humming <laughs> will lead to a whole, and then everyone's gonna ask me to do a certain impression. And no, it's not coming out today. Um, I did talk to him today, by the way, but he was he was busy, and we were trying to talk about some business. But anyway, um, that that's for another time. Um, as I said, we do have a uh, we have a guest. It, it's an unconventional guest, but it's a guest nonetheless, and he will be making his appearance here. Um, yes, I'll be stepping off to allow for this guest. Yeah, to yeah. come in. A lot oh. of people might say that he looks very familiar. <laughs> um, Some people who have been on our herfs or on McAuliffe herfs before will have known him or have seen him. Right. Yeah. You, if yeah. you've been on any of our herfs, you've probably run into him maybe here and there. He's been on a couple of those. Uh, but still, with present company included, he looks very familiar. And that's the only hint that I'm going to give you. Um, so we'll get into that in a little bit. <sighs> no guest this week. You know, you can't have a guest every week. Sometimes we just need to have our own our own thing going on here. Uh, we do have a lot of, we have a lot of get guests coming up. We though. actually, so this will be our last show for at least four weeks where we don't have a guest on. So we have been booking like crazy. Um, I feel like we had a little bit of a lull after the trade show, but we have some great people. Um, and actually we might as well tease some of those people coming on. Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, so first up we have um, September 9th next week, class Kellner. That's going to be a dab it off week. Yeah, mm, absolutely. I'm excited. I'm very excited. After that, on the 16th, we have Mr. Travis Lord joining us. Uh, that'll be a little bit of a different show. We'll talk a little bit more about marketing and and whatnot. He he he's done a lot of work. Um, yeah, give his background info. I'll I'll give a light teaser because I want to I want to really present that on the show. But he he's he's done a lot of uh, marketing and and online work for a lot of notable retailers. You know, um, and he's gonna give us a little bit of background on kind of what goes into that and and. C Something a little bit different than just, you know, a manufacturer or the farmer or, or a retailer themselves or, or someone else from the media. Um, it's a little bit different take um, of something that is also integral to, to part of the uh, the cigar media 
uh, I'm sorry, the Scar Media, the Scar Industry in general. Um, so that'll be a really interesting show. Followed up with that on the 23rd, we have Mr. Abe Flores for PDR Cigars. Um, that'll be a really cool episode. We we ran into him at the trade show. I don't think we got a. Uh, I don't think we got to sit down and film with him. We didn't. He was he his booth was slammed. Uh, he was doing a great job. Um, you know, I, I saw him here and there. I said hello, but you know, we just never really had a good opportunity to really kind of get in there and butt in there. So I, I kind of let him do his thing. Um, but he's coming on the show. We'll have plenty of time to talk to him then. And then rounding out the end of September on the 30th, we have none other than Scott Pierce from the Premium Cigar Association. And that'll be an interesting show because, you know, we can have him on the show with us one-on-one. We can kind of talk about, you know, from his perspective, you know, being with part of the PCA, kind of, you know, what went down this year and the the the, 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 the likes, the dislikes on his end, you know, what wh- what he's working on with the board and everyone else to, to make better or to change, um, as well as, you know, non-show related stuff, just kind of what they're what they're working on, on in the courtroom. You know what I mean? What are they working on legislatively you know, with the FDA, um, stuff like that. So it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting show. Yeah, we're due like a. Uh, legis- legislation based show we I are feel like we haven't had one in a while so that'll be good um we're also going to be on someone else's show on we sunday are. night we are el oso fumar we will be yep. that's going to be a great show um our good friend bear who mm-hmm. has been on our show actually he was on our show a couple weeks ago he was um, yep. i had made an appearance on el oso fumar previously um as a fill-in and uh, we talked about some some different media stuff but uh, Bear wanted to have us both on uh, to do a uh, a more conventional interview with both of us at Smoker yep. Tobacco. So we will be doing that this Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, I believe, is the time um, that show begins. Uh, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. El Oso Fumar takes. I think it's take 189. I want to say. I think it's 189. Um, I could be wrong. I think it's 189. Uh, so don't miss that. That's 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 always fun for us when we get to be on the other side of the table. It's it's fun. You know, we, we just were on the McAuliffe Off the Record show. Shout out to our friends at McAuliffe Cigars. Yeah. Um, they always do a good interview. With Those Andy. are so interesting. Yeah, we were with Andy and Lauren. Um, that was a great time. Love both of them. Really, you know, they've, they've been, uh, you know, great friends of ours too, partners. Um, so that was fun. Get to go on LO So Fumar. That's cool. Um, I have the luxury of getting to just be on camera with Coop every other Saturday. So I always have that to look forward to. So there's no spare notes this week, but next weekend, next Saturday, you can find spare notes, episode number six, um, as we get into uh, a variety of things. Whatever, you know, it, it usually the spare notes series is whatever beef Coop has going on. <laughs> you have beef too. <laughs> I, I don't do. Know what you're talking I about. do. I have beef, and I'll go, hey, Coop, like this, like, and as I'm talking about. He's going to be talking about his cigar memes he's been posting lately. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. His beef that- <laughs> yeah, my cigar, notes. my cigar memes have been, um, my cigar memes have been. <laughs> how do I want to approach this one? Like, they're supposed to be, they're funny and they're joking, but also like there was a couple of them, not all of them. There was only like really one or two that were really like it was something that really did annoy me, and I made a meme about it, and then a lot of people thought they were funny, so I just kept making them. But I don't want to beat a dead horse with the with the same meme, so I I think I'm good for now. Maybe I'll make some more the cardboard sign guy, mm-hmm. um, and that was mostly the Cohiba's one, and this is not planned. Um, I happen to be smoking a Cuban Cohiba, a real Cuban Cohiba. I don't, you know, but um, it's just funny. Like you go on all these Facebook groups, right? And, and every you, other day, you've seen it. I've seen <laughs> it. We've all seen it. You've all seen it. You all know what I'm talking about. No one's gonna be like, what are they talking about? You all know. There's always that one guy who posts a picture of the glass top Cohibas that are always fake, spoiler alert, uh, and they go, hey, I got these from a buddy from Mexico. Are these real? No, they're not real. Um, <laughs> they're not real. If it comes in a glass top, they're not real. Um, and it's just, it's just funny. And it's just, it's so redundant because like the same me, the same picture of the same shit keeps getting posted with the same question. It's like, doesn't anybody like follow all the other ones? <laughs> it's like, no, they're not real. The other one that kind of got me was, um, the ones where it's, uh, is this plume or mold? I'm too afraid to smoke it. And it's like, wipe it off. I mean, if it's really moldy, like, and it's like really ingrained in the cigar, like throw it away. Don't be stupid. But like, you know, if it's a light dusting, rub it off, light it, smoke it. I mean, it's not going to kill you. You know, it's, it's okay. You know, I don't know. That's just me being a little cranky, I guess. Yeah. Um, he gets cranky. Um, news. 
Yeah, I'm trying to pull. I'm trying to pull up the the thing on here, and it's driving me nuts because it just it won't it won't go. And I don't know why. It's just uh, my phone like doesn't want to cooperate with me today. I had it all ready to go, and now I'm trying to get into. It's off of our website, and there we go. Um, so again, kind of following with. I don't normally do these kinds of news on the show, but it's just been like just a a shit ton of cigar releases lately in the news. Um, th this one's kind of appropriate. Uh, J.C. Newman, our good friends at J.C. Newman, um, have announced that they are bringing back the, and I want to, I want to make sure I say it right. As a lot of these things that get pronounced wrong, but the, uh, I believe it's the Yagua, which is a very interesting cigar. Now, I got one last year when they came out, and I, w I had it put aside, and I was like, I'm gonna smoke this because this is, I really want to try this. this. is different. I only had one. And I think Nicole smoked it, <laughs> which is okay. I mean, I wasn't mad about it, but she smoked it, and I didn't get to try it. And I think – do you remember that? Do you remember that cigar? No, I'm going to be honest. I have the memory of, like, a goldfish, and I don't remember yeah. – I can't remember what cigar I smoked on what day two so, years ago, or – I can't. <laughs> he can. I can't. So I just smoke them, and I enjoy them. That's the, all. The That's all so the, the Jaguar is a cigar that – um, it's interesting because it's it's pressed wet, mm. so it doesn't have a very conventional shape to it. it and now that you said that, I do. You remember, remember that one a little bit? Yeah, the wet press. It's, a, it's yes. Very rare so when it comes out of the like mold, that. it's it's almost like it's flat on one side, and then it's like half curved, and then it's it, it it's 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 an odd shape. Yeah. Um, and they use under fermented Connecticut broadleaf tobacco. Uh, it's only being released in um, a thousand boxes, so it'll be a limited run, mm -hmm. a little bit difficult to find. Um, those will be landing soon in retailers. Uh, this was about the same time last year they came mm -hmm. out, um, so I, I definitely have to grab some this year because I, I didn't get it. I didn't get to try it last year, and I was really disappointed. But um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, as always, I, f I totally missed the intro on that. I, I totally botched that, and I apologize. Um, but our new segment was brought to you by our good friends at McAuliffe Cigars. McAuliffe Cigars, become an ambassador today. Um, if you head over to McAuliffeCigars.com, you can sign up to be an official ambassador, get your ambassador's coin and number, and be part of the club. Um, speaking of McAuliffe, you know, McAuliffe actually... They have a new release they do. They have a new size of the McAuliffe A, and I'm trying to p go back and grab it here. Um, it's right here. Uh, it's a Gordo size, and this cigar is a obviously an extension off of the very popular McAuliffe A um, that they released last year. Um, probably, I arguably, the best cigar that they have made yet. I love the A, so I am very excited for the Gordo. Mm. Like, very excited for it, um, as you can see. Repping McAuliffe, so it will be a six by sixty. Yep, um, which is actually a cool size. I like six by sixties. I won't smoke them all the time, but I'll smoke them frequently enough. I don't typically get excited about them, but I am excited about this. Sixties a little bit, little bit over my comfort zone. I will smoke a sixty, but it's not my favorite. <sighs> Personally, it just I like a bigger me. cigar. Um, I especially like them longer because I like a longer smoke, much like Winston Churchill. Mm -hmm. You know, where the yep. the namesake's actually he wanted a longer cigar to smoke, uh, and that's where that you know that longer cigar comes from. I like a longer cigar. I like A's, like actual A's. You know, like the the A side, the nine and a half inch long cigars. I like Churchills. Um, I love Lanceros. Uh, it's not necessarily a ring gauge thing for me. I, I like I said, I'll, I'll do like I'll do a small Lancero. I'll do a Churchill. I'll do you know, I'll I'll even do you know. Um, there's some cigars like uh, Byron has one that I really like, the Aristocratus, uh, which is an eight and a half by. Oh, damn, I'm gonna botch this one. I want to say it's like eight and a half by fifty-two. I think uh, it's a long yet somewhat girthier cigar for for a longer cigar. Uh, I enjoy those. Those are great. Um, more of a special occasion cigar, you know. But it's a very good cigar, and it's got a good size to it, not just in length, but also, you know, in, it, in its thickness. Um, smaller cigars, you know, like Coronas and, like, the small—it's not that I don't like them. It's just I, I like to—I like a long smoke. 
So short cigars for me, it's like. Oh, see, I love them when I know I don't have enough time. It's just never you know been. What I mean? It's like just when never been my. It's just never been my forte. Or just I know I only have like forty-five minutes. It you know, that's a good time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I think it's just about time to bring our mystery guest on. Uh, have you already had enough? No. Wow, that was quick. Uh, what do you mean? You only been on here for like fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> We've been live for twenty minutes. Have we already? That's yeah. Cool. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing how time flies. Twenty-five minutes. Boom. Okay. All right, we'll bring him on. We'll okay. s- we'll see if he's worthy. If, if he can't keep up, then we'll have to bump him out. Okay. Not everyone's cut yeah. out to be on the air. So I am no way responsible for what this guest says. It's not Matt Booth. <laughs> it's not Matt Booth. <laughs> he is a non um, non cigar industry guest. Um, he is my brother. That's right. My little brother. It's family. Jonathan. Which is very important. So we're gonna bring him on the show tonight. Um, you ready, bud? You're coming on. All right. Let's go. Hold on. we got to play chair roulette. So. All right. Swap them out. Let's I know, go. I know. All right. Let's do this. Sit a little forward. There you go. All right. There we go. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Welcome to the show. going to bring your mic up a little bit. Boom. This is Jonathan Fantasia. This is Smoking Nicole's baby brother. How we doing? Uh, he's making his Smoking Tobacco Show debut. Um, what are you smoking tonight? Florida Sun Grown. Mm. Haven't had one. It's actually really good. What do you think about it? It's it's. You got a good. Florida Sun Grown hat on. Um, you got Florida Sun Grown cigar. You're just really into that Florida Sun Grown. Nicole had to hook me up before I came on, so I didn't look like a scrub. Yeah, that's you know that's always a good idea. Yeah, yeah she's really good at that. Yeah, uh, as you know, um, you know she she keeps us both in line here. She's a stylish one in the family. Yeah, yeah, she takes care of us. Um, you know, so Jonathan, you have been smoking cigars um, probably almost as long as I have. Um, Unofficially. Unofficially. Yeah. But uh, you know, you do smoke a lot, and you know, you know, since obviously I've known you the last couple of years, you know, you've gotten to smoke more and, and learn a little bit more. You know, has it been years already? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you you know, you've you've gotten a lot of time, you know, to smoke with me and kind of you know see a lot of stuff that we do and and kind of pick up off of that. And so uh, I know you've gotten re- really familiar with cigars now. Um, I know you're a big like LFD fan. Uh, I know you're a McAuliffe fan. Uh, what what are some of the things that you actually like to smoke? Um, whatever you give me. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> what, what an answer! Yeah. What an answer. <laughs> um, LFD was the first one you gave me, from, you know, being like a uh, corner store. Uh, how do you say Macnudo? Macnudo. Yeah, McAuliffe's are not really. A, well, I mean, I, I guess it is in some aspects. Well, that's what I would smoke. I'd go down to the corner store and grab like a case of beer and a couple of sticks out of their not well kept humidors. And that's very true. That's they're not well kept. Not in those at all. Stores. No, they break they, apart. They don't care. They're not cigar people. They don't care. They just throw <laughs> them in there and hope that they sell something. They do. People get them all the time. Yeah, they do. You know, um, you know it's interesting. You know, that's I mean, and that's how a lot of us have started. You know, that you started the. Uh, uh, you know the, the the corner store, the convenience store stuff that they have. You know the Swisher Sweets, the Phillies Blunts. You know the Grape Games, which obviously people use for a lot of other things too. But you know, people I used to actually smoke those. Smoke them or use them for other things. Both, but <laughs> I, but but I would actually smoke them as well because a lot of my friends, we'd hang out and we'd go grab a couple of them and smoke them. Th- thought we were ballers, you know. You thought you were badass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then you you got to spend all this time learning about real premium cigars. Well, the way things are made, uh, the different growing techniques, uh, soil. I never knew soil affected cigars. Indirectly, yeah. I mean, the way the tobaccos are grown and what soils are grown in, the climates, the regions. You know, it has. There's so many variable change. Um, that can happen, and then you know it's the weather. That it's the weather itself. You know that crop year. You know, you, you too much rain, not enough rain. You know, it's more dry. It's more wet. More sun, not a lot of sun. You know these things. You know, and and it's something like even like the wine industry. You know, experiences too. You know, with the grapes and the vineyards, um, and that's one of the beauties about you know these products is not only are they handmade, but it's it's a natural thing that's grown. 
um, and there's things that can affect it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot to learn. So I'll give you that. And you have done. You've done a great job of, of learning that and picking that. You do ask a lot of questions. And, you know. Well, because I like to know what I'm smoking now, you know. You're a very hands-on kind of guy. You're a very technical kind of guy. Uh, like myself, you're also in the blue-collar field. Mm-hmm. Uh, you formerly were in uh, auto mechanic. Yes, 10 and years. And you did a lot of work with a lot of manufacturers, including Porsche. I know you worked with Porsche. You went to the Porsche headquarters. You, were, you know, yes. did some stuff with the Porsche performance division. Um, you know, And now you've made a change, and you're trying to, to get a little bit more into uh, more of a trade-like setting. Well, I mean, cars are trades, too. Are they? Yes. Is that a trade? N- yeah. I mean, it's physical. <coughs> it's hands-on. But is it like what I do? Auto is a trade. Yeah. I will. This car keeps going out. I'm just going to start with the uh, J.C. Newman. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you you know, you're, you you understand my lifestyle. You know, you li- we live almost the same kind of life. Um, tired. Tired. T- t- very tired. Working out in the heat. Tired life. It's it's a, it's a, it's something that, it's something that you know, we've had to keep trying to. A lot, of, a lot of sweat. Yeah, it's hot. A lot of places. It's tiring. It's, exa- it's very physical. <laughs> you know, uh, <coughs> sometimes we have to tell Nicole why we work a little bit harder than she does. Wow. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. He shouldn't have said that. I, know. I was a joke. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't. Yeah, you cut her. Um, but anyway, let's let's leave Nicole alone. We don't need to get her going because we all know what happens when we get her going. Uh, it, it's, it's never a good time. Yeah. Um, so other than LFD and McAuliffe, you, you're also a Fuente guy too. You've you've had the luxury of getting into some of the, the cooler stuff of Fuente. I know you're a regular Fuente guy. Uh, I know the short stories, even you know going way back. I know the short story was one of your favorite cigars too. It still is. Um, one because, like she said, if you don't have a lot of time, you can hammer one of those things down pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, and they're good. They're just really good, and um, they're affordable. They're a very good price too. Wherever you get them, typically. Now, let me ask you this question: When it comes to cigars, you know what you've tried, you're, and you're you're still kind of going through that phase where you're 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 trying to really just power through a lot of different stuff, and f- you know, experience a lot of new things and and try new, you know, whether it's just manufacturers, regions, you know, types of tobacco, whatever. You know, what would you say so far is your favorite um, region, like Nicaraguan, Dominican, you know, Honduran? I don't know if you've ever had an, any Honduran. Um, Probably I, just from what we've smoked, Nicaraguan. You really like Nicaraguan? Yeah, it's it's not too. They make like lighter cigars, right? Like sometimes it depends, right? Not necessarily. Some yeah. would argue Nicaraguan cigars are much more. Oh man, maybe, maybe my flavorful and stronger. Maybe my palate's just gotten stronger. Maybe you just don't know what you're talking about. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you give me a lot of Nicaraguan stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I mean we, we we have a nice selection in the house, and you know a lot of the times you, know, you you just smoke kind of what we have here. Um, I, I mean, d- I, in my humidor, I have probably 150 factory smokes. <laughs> oh, the Drew Estate factory smokes, yeah. yeah. Strictly because I got them in New Hampshire for a great price. Yeah. So. The great state of New Hampshire, you know, you can't. But they're really good. Can't beat I, it. I like them. <laughs> I like them a lot, actually. They're you know, that's something that we don't really talk a lot about on the show is a lot of those, you know, budget-friendly bundles of cigars. I mean, um, 50 bucks, I got 50, you know. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's like one of my favorite bundles. Um, I haven't bought one in a while, and it's funny because, and I'm not just saying this, but I, I actually, I said this um, to Dave Garofalo last week. We were at the uh, the cigar association, the cigar association of New Hampshire uh, golf event last Friday, uh, where we worked the LFD booth uh, for John Carney, and um, you know, I, I happened to see David Garofalo, and I, and I just remember saying, I got the email like that week that. Uh, twoguyscigars.com uh, had gotten in the uh, a new stock of their signature, um, the Dose Hombres Barber Pole. And I remember seeing that email and I go, oh, you know, I haven't had those in a while. And the Dose Hombres bundles are great. Um, same, around the same price, around 50, 40 yeah. bucks or so. Um, <coughs> you know, they come in a, a whole different selection of different tobaccos and, and different sizes and whatnot. But the Barber Pole Churchills were, were awesome. I really like those. Uh, and that's like one of those bundles that I got to grab next time I'm in the store um, or even online. Um, if you head to twoguyscigars.com, you can find them. Um, no, they're great. You know, and, and that's the thing. You know, the, a lot of people look at that stuff, at the lower price point stuff or like the bundles, and they look frown upon it like, man, that's a bundle. It's not that right. 
A bundle is not going to be like, you know. Yeah, but they're for people that want to smoke. That smoke. Like I smoke a cigar every day almost. Right. When I get home from work. I'm not going to smoke a $30 stick every day. Right, you know, right. I'm going to smoke my factory smoke that I got cheap. But it also just uh, it also means too like it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be just a, a bad smoke, yeah. Like, or it's just a, a cheap smoke. It's not a high dollar cigar, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad cigar. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they buy Drew Estate. Right. I, I love Drew Estate. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, Drew Estate makes. I mean, a lot of people make them. You know, um, you know, Perdomo has bundle cigars. Um, they have the Fresco. They have the yellow jacket, which uh, you both can find. You can buy find uh, can find both of those at twoguyscigars.com. Um, you also can find the Nick Sticks, which is not a bundle, um, but that's also another um, a more budget-friendly cigar from Perdomo Cigars. I have Nicole texting me over here off to the side, um, which is interesting. Because Get my brother off. He sucks. Nicole's telling me. <laughs> so Nicole's – yeah, I know, really. Uh, Nicole's over here saying we should do a battle of the bundles. That would be a great show idea. I battle actually of like bundles. That. We could do a battle of the bundles. We could do like a bundle, a whole bundle. Um, a bundle battle. Like a like three or four <laughs> different bundles. Break them open. Have all the, you know, smoke them all on the show. That would be a cool idea. I like that concept. Well, we should do that. Something a little different. So stay tuned for that. We'll, we're always you know, – half the ideas we come up with, we come up with right here on the show. Uh, was it last week, Nicole – was it last week or the week before where uh, Jonathan here, we were on the show. We were live on the air. We had, we had uh, I forget who was with us. Someone was with us. We had a guest on the show. And uh, you were t- <coughs> you were texting us while we were on the air. Sorry, was I? Need I? Some, I need some water. <coughs> oh, trivia. 99. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Trivia, the 99. This is normally trivia night for you, but you didn't go. You're here with us. That, yeah, I... Yeah, well, I, my friend, my buddy Will, we we go to the ninety nine sometimes, and you do for trivia wing night. night, and they have trivia last time, and uh, we won fifty bucks. And you thought it was a great idea. I'm oh, sorry, I don't know why my throat. Mm. Oh, we said cigar trivia. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, we're gonna do a cigar trivia night. Um, Count me out. I think I think Carney was with us on that show because he was saying like, oh, we should do it like for our Christmas episode or something like that. Um, and we could do like a giveaway. We could do prizes and whatnot, and, and we will be doing that. Um, but you just—I just want to, for the record, since you're here, uh, for everyone who had to watch this happen the first time, uh, I'm going to call you out right here to your face. You thought it was a great idea to text me while I'm on the show. You knew I was live. What day was it? It was a Thursday. Okay. In my defense, you used to have your show on a Wednesday. I'm like, well, yeah, but we we we've been on Thursdays for about two months now. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't keep up and while i'm on the show i said hey i'm on the show and you went don't care hurry up i need the answer fast and i'm like dude it's 50 bucks 50 bucks what a gift card yeah or can't so it's gift card yeah so for what for 99 yeah all right so while i'm doing this i'm supposed to we won that's great where's the gift card because i gave you we all used it on our meal i i you i gave you like and actually will will had most of those answers down you were uh you were confirmation for the answers, because you're good at your uh, movie stuff. Well, I'm good at trivia in general. Well, that yeah, like but yeah, you guys are pretty much on par. We got first place. Yeah. So you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll buy you wings or something. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Gold Fever, extra large. All right, it's my favorite. Um. Let's see. What other questions could I ask you? I could ask you about Nicole. Do you want to go down this rabbit hole? Sure. So, <laughs> <coughs> let's back up a little bit. For those who don't know, uh, Smoke and Nicole actually lived a a large portion of her life across the pond. Well, you, you well you lived there too for a short while, but Nicole lived there a lot longer. Um, people know that, or if you don't know, Nicole actually lived in England for a while, and uh, you guys actually lived separately for a few amount of years too, because she lived over there and you lived over here. Probably, I how don't many, know. How many years was that? Four, five. Yeah. At least it had to have been at least. What was it like being so far away from your sister? <coughs> um, and I know you're going to say it was cool, but no, really. Did you miss Nicole? Yeah, we all did. Yeah, we did. You know. Did you cry at night because you wish she was here? No. Hmm. You could have lied. Huh? You could have you lied and said, yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's the right answer. <coughs> mm. I don't know what it is, but 
I don't know if it's all the fans. We have all these fans going. My shit just won't stay lit. The last couple of weeks, it's just been horrible on the show. <coughs> um, but you, you know, you spent a lot of time away from Nicole, and then Nicole came back. Was it like she was crashing the party for you? Because I mean, a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Because I mean, you had a great time here. Well, it was just me and Dad, you know. Yeah. Chilling. Just chilling. Yeah. You know, and then here comes Nicole, <coughs> and uh, what's that thing from Step Brothers? You shit with the door open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that is all wrecked. I know, I know. Um, we were both still very young. I mean, we're you know, almost. But anyway, g- getting to my primary point, you uh, you also lived over in England for a short while. Yes. What was that like? Different. Different. I had no friends. Oh, that's so sad. No friends. I think my only friend was a neighbor. Yeah, I was like eight years old. I think I was older, but I wasn't. I was you really eight young. years old and you had no friends. I left in third grade, went to fifth grade, came back into fourth grade, so I was all screwed up. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Then you came back. And they had and a school house over there. It wasn't a. Wasn't like a school school. No, it was a school house. It was like a gate, a yard, and like two buildings. And I was in class with like kids that were, you know, five. And four writing with fountain pens, perfect cursive, and I'm this American kid. Like, what the hell's going on here? Did you feel out of place? Yes. Yeah. It was around the time they, uh, that song American Idiot came out by Green Day. Ah. Oh, so. They taunted you with that, didn't they? They did. They called I you got, American Idiot. I got sent to the headmaster a lot for punching kids. The headmaster? Yes. Ah. That's what they called it. It's like the dean or the principal. They call it headmaster. Uh, like in Harry Potter? Yeah. She had a wand. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Was Draco Malfoy your biggest enemy? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That no, can't be a real answer because they were all in the Hufflepuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you drink a lot of tea over there? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny when I met Nicole last year. You know, and um, early last year. You know, and and I learned of the the England connection, and there was so many things from over there that she taught me about, like foods and just regular shit like that. But the biggest thing is I learned about tea, because uh, obviously you know tea is big over there. And I was never really a big tea drinker. I I liked it, but I, I I didn't hate it. But I didn't like. I wasn't obsessed with it. I didn't drink a lot of tea. But uh, you know, I started to get into tea for a little bit, and I learned that it's almost like a cardinal sin to not drink tea without milk. Not necessarily. That's how she presented it to me. I like like Earl Grey tea and flavored ones without milk sometimes. Do you? Yeah, it depends. Yeah. What's what's the uh, what's the tea called? Is it like Tao or something? Where Tao? I don't know. It comes in a big, oh, colorful Tazo. box. Tazo. Tazo yeah. tea. Really good tea. Mm-hmm. Really good tea. Yeah, it's flavored. Bunch of it's flavors. a flavored tea. Yeah, pomegranate stuff. It's actually really good, but I had never used milk with that. You're a flavored tea kind of guy? Flavored tea. What about flavored cigars? you like flavored cigars? I used to. When I first started to smoke cigars, I liked, like the cappuccino cigars. Really? Yeah, I forget who makes them. A um, couple, couple, couple people make couple them. A couple people make yeah. them, yeah. Um, he actually, so when I worked at um, a Chevy place in Arlington... Some of my coworkers at the time, who I still talk to, they smoke cigars a lot. Right. And uh, they used to always bring me in flavored cigars because that's what I'd smoke with them. Because I didn't like the regular heavy cigars until until later. Yeah, until later. You developed a palate for them. I had gone over to my friend Mikey's house a little bit, and he has a nice humidor there. Well kept cigars, a lot of stuff. Now that I saw that he had in his humidor, that yeah. from like what you have and stuff, and uh, I would start to smoke the short stories. He had short stories. Oh, okay. He got so me that's into where short, that came from. short stories. Him and a uh, old buddy John, John, another Jonathan. He got me into short stories, and then um, yeah, just that. That's on it. That really from from then. That's that's how I knew what Fuente was. Okay. Which from that, and that's I mean you're going back when I was nineteen, twenty, nineteen, you know, twenty seven now. So let me ask you this question. You know, I know you're a big bundle smoker. Um, you smoked a, a whole collection of different things. What's probably the nicest or even most expensive cigar that you've ever had? I'm going to have to go with my uh, Angel Share Opus. Really? Yeah. That's the nicest thing you've had. Well, so far. Yeah. Cause you won't give That's me a good cigar. No, you won't good give cigar. me anything else. It's not just stuff I give you. I mean, you have your own stuff. That's you true. buy stuff, too. It's not just I do. Me. I have some Angel Share at home. Um, I have a lot of LFD. I, have, uh, I still have some Oros that I bought. I love the oh, Oro. Oh, yeah, Oro. those are really good. Those are really good. Yeah, those are I really good. I do like good. those. And the gold tube. Yep. Yeah, those are really good. Really, um, really flavorful. Kind of strong. They're on the stronger side. They are. They're darker. They're, um, uh, they're nice, though. I, I, I do really enjoy those. Have you ever... Uh, I don't even know if I... Have you ever had a Cuban cigar? A real one? Um, No. 
Really? I've had Cohiba, but not real Cohiba. Well, you've had the Red Dot Cohiba. Yes. Yes. Okay. But you've never had a, you've never had any Cubans. Not. I mean, I've had Cubans, but like I don't know if they're real or fake. You know? Have you had a Davidoff? No. Have you had an Atabe? No. Hmm. Wow. So, like, Opus Angel Share is kind of like the highest you've been. Yeah. Um. No, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't put Liga. Liga number nine. Liga Pravada. Yeah. It's a good cigar. I mean, it's, it's a great cigar. It's up there. It's I nice mean, cigar. it's. I would. I wouldn't um, put it as high as maybe Atabe. I feel like the Ratzilla. I mean, those aren't. The yeah yeah those are cool. Ratzilla. Um, the Velvet Rats. See, I really like those kind of cigars though. Really. I do. They're they're nice. You know, and I don't feel like I'm. Going too overboard on a price or something when I'm smoking them, you know. What um, sorry, I'm reading a message from this one over here. Okay. No, as always, she's always like texting me, you know, like during the show, and I gotta stop. To, she like, could talk to you. This thing will probably pick it up. Well, you know, she's trying to give me like back of the house stuff. Ah. Um. So <clears throat> we touched a little bit upon. You know, you were you were a car mechanic for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and not just like an oil change guy. You're actually very skilled. Yeah, that's that's certified. Right. Yeah. Uh, you you you've done engine swaps. You've done complete rebuilds. I mean, you you're very very skilled in that field. You name it. We have a top three segment on the show. So for you, we'll do car related. Um, top three favorite engines of all time. Of all time. Just your favorite engines, cars or whatever. This is going to be interesting. First of all, I will say this. He's a Chevy guy, so I know there's going to be a Chevy motor in there. Oh, 454? Yeah. Um, I really like some of the Jap stuff. Specifically? 2JZ. Two, two you know, I do like my Supra. Mm-hmm. And... um. Well, you're also a big Porsche guy. I mean, you worked for Porsche for a, for a little while. I'm surprised that you don't have any Porsche on that list. One of my favorite cars from Porsche is the GT3 4.0 horizontally opposed engine. And that's because it's naturally aspirated and it makes like 580 horsepower. Right. And that's very impressive out of a... literally looks like a block, like a flat block inside the car. So, I'd say those, those are fun engines, you know. Um, the... Uh the um, I know that we had this conversation recently. We were talking about the LS3 motor, the Chevy LS3. Mm. Did you put that on that list? It's a nice motor. It's good. You can put them in a lot of things. Yeah. Put any LS engine in a lot of things. Yeah. So, Miatas. so just for clarification, your top three motors would be 454. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Sorry, why am I blanking? Two JZ. The two JZ. Yeah. And then. The four, the Porsche four point yeah. from the GT three. Mm-hmm. Those would be your three. And yeah. you've worked on all you've worked on all three of those motors? I'm not big into like, you know, motors and stuff. Like I'm a gearhead, but I'm more like a technical gearhead. Like I could tell you how it works and stuff. I mean, when it comes to people that are like diehard, like, oh, put that in this, this and that, this is what this was at this year, I mean, I'm no good at that stuff. You know. You're not, you're not a historian, you're more of just like I'm not I'm not a historian. I mean you're a technical guy. I could tell you about it, I could tell you how it works. Tell you what it smells like, tastes like. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I, I no joke is aside. I'm, I'm sure you've definitely. I've had my fair share of fluids. Yeah, <laughs> without making any innuendos, I'm sure you've had a lot of. <laughs> it's you know you, I, I've seen you. I've seen I've seen you work on stuff. I mean, it, it's a messy it's a messy job. So, um, you know, la- just last year you did an engine swap for your dad on the caddy. Yeah, the shitty uh, 3.0 motor that GM should have never made. GM. If you're listening, which is funny because you're a GM guy. Yeah, it's just a terrible engine, you know. And he loves it. I don't know why he loves it. He has some bond with that car, and I just don't understand. But he bought it, and I did it for free. How long did that take you? Well, they sent us the wrong engine first. Okay. Yeah, so it sat in my my oh. garage at the time for about two weeks while we got the new engine. And then uh, the act. Well, I, the act- I actually I made Dad do a lot of the work. Did you? Yeah, he came over, and it's funny because he knew I've been a mechanic for, like, almost 10 years, and he knew what I did. I've showed him pictures. I've sent them videos, but I don't think he knew the extent of, like, what 
you know, goes on. So, like, when he came and, like, I remember dropping the engine down on the cradle. Right. Like, lifting the body off while the engine stayed stationary because that's how you do it in those. Uh, wheels still are on. Like, like the axles are all still on and stuff. And, like, he was, like, holy shit. Like, he he didn't know what to say. Would you, you say know? that was, a, that was a, a point in your life where you felt like your dad finally kind of had a little more appreciation for what you I did? I think it was a point in my life where he understood my mechanical ability and I surpassed him at mechanical ability. You think he gave you a little more respect respect for that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, you know, obviously your sister Not that he hasn't before, but yes. I mean, your sister obviously is on the show every week. You finally have come on the show officially and it's been great having you on here. Uh trying to get the, trying to get the family on the show. You know, we've had this kind of running joke. It's been like a half joke, we're half serious. We'll get him on. That we wanted to get Johnny F, as he's known as, on the show, because he's a musician, and you know we wanted to get him on to talk about his craft, but he's very private about his music. I don't think these people are ready for that. No, no. He might be watching, so I don't know how into <laughs> him we want to be, because he might be upset about that later. Because he's very shy. Would you say that's true? He's very shy. Yeah, he say he's shy, but he's not that shy. You think he acts shy? You see him when we go to the restaurant and stuff. How he is with the, you know, the server and stuff. I mean, he's not. He's not shy. You think he like plays that he's shy, but he secretly loves the attention. I think he's shy, but I think when, I think he judges his surroundings very quickly, and when he's in front of people, I think he, I think he gets mellowed really fast, and he understands. As long as he understands the situation, he can be as social as he, you know, he's a social butterfly. There's there's like two things that in, that he really loves. I would say. Um, one of one of them I'm, I'm sure of. The second one I'm almost positive of. You can correct me if I'm wrong. It's the music. Music and food. And food. Yeah. When he cooks, there's like this. Uh, I don't want to say it's an unwritten rule in, in the house, but it's like when he when he cooks a whole meal for us, if we don't like get all excited and be like, oh, this was great. Like if we're like. Yeah, I don't know. The steaks were a little dry, or uh, maybe that chicken was a little too undercooked, or whatever. He gets all like angry. He feels defeated. It's not typically though. It's typically he's no, he is pretty he, damn good. He is he pretty. Cooks. He, he is good in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, but it's almost like he gets. Uh, he takes it seriously. He has a passion for it. Well, because he's making a meal that he wants everyone he, to love and enjoy. So if he, he sees any doubt in anyone's mind, and he loves to get everyone together, he strives to do better. He loves, like, Sunday dinner. We do Sunday dinner here, obviously. Yeah. It's an Italian house. Of course. Um, you know, we do Sunday dinner, and he, and he gets all excited for that, you know, especially when everyone's here. Even Cousin Mark from next door comes over. I know. I practically live here now, too. It's great. Oh. <laughs> it's great. Even though I have, you know, my own place. <laughs> and it's funny. Like, there was a time. So when Nicole and I went to um, Florida earlier this year, you remember, we came back, and we got in kind of late. I think we landed at, like, 9 o'clock or so. By the time we, like, got off the plane, got the bags, got home, Probably like 10, 10.30-ish. We're like, what, 20 minutes from the airport? Just about, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, still. I mean, so it wasn't like super late, but it was late enough. And we got home, and he had this whole Domino's feast. And it was just shocking because, like, I've never seen him eat Domino's before, let alone talk about it. No, that's he. And he was like, I wanted to go to Domino's because it's been like 20 years. And he had like... Three pizzas, three subs, like three yeah, desserts. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll get he'll, when he, he was when like he goes to those excited. when he goes to those places he'll go all out. He was like all excited, and Nicole just looked at me and she's like, "He'll drop a buck fifty on everything." And I just he'll have to get, and then we'll have leftovers and stuff. It's just how he is, you know. And I just remember Nicole looked at me and she's like, "My dad missed us." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, you know, we we have a good time with him, and uh, but yeah, he hasn't. The other thing too, we haven't even been able to get him to smoke a cigar. He's not a cigar smoker. Has he tried? When's the last time he tried a cigar? I At remember him smoke. You know, I remember him smoking a cigar a long time ago. I mean, over ten years ago, down the Cape one time with uh, someone's brother that came down. Um, I think it was a. Uh, I forget who, but I remember, and and it was like one of those. You know, it was on our first boat that we had. Oh, really? It was on our nineteen foot Sea Ray that we had before we had this other boat. And it was um, it was we were washing the boat like outside of our Cape House at the time, and he uh he was smoking a cigar. We had like people down and stuff, a couple people. But did he enjoy it? I I was he you know, just I, fake I, through it. I I don't know if he fake through it. I think he was just smoking one. I don't know, I don't know what it was or 
if he finished it, but I do remember him smoking a cigar. But he's not a cigar smoker. No. I mean, I'm sure if he found the right cigar, maybe he would try it, but you'd have to, I don't know, the stars would have to align for him yeah. to be like, hey, someday we'll get him. Let me get a cigar. I mean, someday we'll get know, him. I'm sure it's not out of the realm, but yeah, someday we'll get him on there. You know. Uh, another thing I know that you really enjoy to smoke is Perdomo. That's a brand that you've also really enjoyed. I do. Perdomo's nice. Um, would you say that, like me, I know you seem to follow... You, you have a very similar palate to me from what I've learned. And this is not from any influence that, like, d- direct... Well, no, it's probably because of the stuff you've given me and the stuff that you smoke. Yeah. And it's stuff that I've, you know... But I've, I've branched out and gotten some other stuff, too. Um, we tried. I know, uh... What did I get up at, uh... What was that smoke shop I went to with, um... Where Dave was with, um... Two guys. Yeah, two guys. I remember, um... What did I, what, what did I buy? I bought an Ashton, I think. No, they don't sell Ashton. There. No, not Ashton. What was the other? Churchill? Mm, well, that's a size. Oh, see? This is how bad I am. Yeah, you don't <laughs> even know what you smoke. This is, like, the worst thing you could have. The worst treat you could have is cigars, but you don't even know you what You know what smoke. the problem is? I... And I, I made fun of it before, but even Nicole said, like, get a notebook and, like, write down what you smoke. You should. You know, because then I, then I can go back and say, hmm, this was good. You know, because that's how I'll learn more. But You log your cigars. Yeah. There's apps in fact, I think you could, don't you guys have a cigar logbook? She does. Yeah, and then there's, like, notes you can put next to it. Yeah, stuff. you should. You I should. remember, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I should if I'm going to smoke more, you know, just to know. Because, like, when I go to a store, it's hard for me to buy stuff. Well, know? let me ask you this question. So <clears throat> you go into cigar shops somewhat regularly on your own. Yeah. When you go into a cigar shop, what's the first thing you do? Honestly, I go over to the Fuente. Really? I do because I like to see if they have any good deals on stuff or, like, if there's stuff I've smoked with you that I know about that I really liked mm-hmm. and things. And it always ends up being, like, their number one that they have, you know. So would you say, like, that's, like, your comfort zone? You go to Fuente first and then you branch off? Yeah, because Cause, like, I, you know it. I know what those are. And then typically they stack next to the Fuente other good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of keep it grouped together. And then as I work away around, I know there's one cigar shop down uh, down in uh, Rhode Island. That there's I go. a lot of shops down there. Well, the, I go to one in particular. Uh, I go to White Ash. Okay. I've gone, uh, you know, my roommate, Joe, he's a, he's a fellow Mason. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 So that is a, you know, Mason place. And they go there. And it's a great shop. I mean, you can get a drink. The bar's awesome. Uh, plenty of seating. They get the TVs going. The guy that owns it is friggin' awesome. He'll come and smoke a cigar with you. So, um, yeah, Rhode Island definitely has a, a reputation of being a very cigar friendly. It is. It's great. It's and there's the, um, they have a nice. It's not a huge humidor walk-in thing, but they have a good selection in there. And I know they have their Fuente, their Perdomo, and all like LFDs, right? All they have like nice good stuff all around there, and then it'll start over to like you know the nubs, and then like you know the acids and stuff, and like those cigars like on the other side. Infused so, stuff, yeah. Yeah, and um. And then there's uh, Boulevards. That's another place. It's a restaurant down there. Okay. You can smoke while you eat. Oh, that's cool. Doesn't get better than that. And I've actually thought about getting the membership there. We have a buddy, Mike, down, um, you know, in Attleboro, actually, one of uh, my roommate's friends and my friend, too. He has a membership there, and we'll go in, and he has a locker. He goes and gets his he gets boxes in there, get a stick out, and we'll have dinner. That's, yeah. It's a, it, Rhode Island is a, is a place that it's not too far for <laughs> us, but, you know, we keep saying that we want to go down there and do a – Spend a few, you know, weekends down there and going to all the different shops. We haven't done about it. an hour drive. It's not too bad. There's plenty of things. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's probably a, maybe a little bit longer than you know going up to New Hampshire, you know, from where we are. Yeah. Um, but you know, and we just haven't done it yet. But and it's and there's actually surprise. There's more shops down there than there probably are in New Hampshire. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of places down there. Um, would you say that when you go into a cigar shop, um, do you ever? F- when's the last time you went in there and you found something new? That you bought, you tried, you smoked, and you were just like, "Wow, you're blown away by it. like what's your what's your latest find that you didn't know about that you're excited about now?" I had an Oliva. Oliva. Yeah. Okay. And I remember f- which one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No. No. <laughs> I, it was lighter. It was a light. It was a light shade. Like the the wrapper was light. It was wasn't it a, dark. Did it have a white band on it? Might have been the Connecticut. It had a dark band with white writing. Might have been the 
Connecticut. If I'm it might have been. If yeah. I'm remembering correctly, it was nice. It was actually a really good cigar. If if we're thinking of the same cigar, it's a, it's a good cigar. Um, the uh, actually yeah, because I came back and I told you what I I think I had told you like oh Oliva and like it was you knew like obviously about it. And then and then I've seen them in other shops too. Yeah, Oliva Oliva's a it's a big brand. It's a great brand. Yeah, um, um, they make but, great cigars. But no, I because you ha- I hadn't had one from you or anywhere else. I had got one there. I I got a uh, I smoked it there at the place. I got I bought two sticks and I got a drink there when I, I went there with some friends, and I had a LFD. Um, what was the LFD I had? Coronado. Coronado. Yeah, Coronado. Yeah, that's a great one. It was. It was really good. Stick. Honestly, not to. The LFD Coronado, um, I feel, and I had this conversation with John. They love John down at the White Ash place too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he keeps them well stocked. I mean, they have good, they have a good selection down. They have a great selection. The, the Coronado is an interesting cigar because I would say out of all the cigars in LFD's profile, that cigar is very underrated. I, it's a very good cigar that I don't see. I always get one when I'm there. I've had dozens. There, I there, I have some in my humidor now. Actually, they're good. <laughs> Yeah, I have some actually on hand too. It's one of those cigars that you know LFD makes that I feel is, it's a great cigar, and I feel that it's better than some of the more popular cigars that they have. You know, just in terms of, you know what sells more. Yeah. Uh, that I've had and they're good cigars, but um, I, I'm surprised it's not a bigger hit because it's it, it's a it's a fantastic cigar and I don't think it gets enough airtime. Um, it's funny it's funny you bring that one up because we we actually just had that conversation not too long ago. Um, yeah, the corn hours are great. Oh, I had the um. The bull, Andalusian bull. Andalusian bull, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that would be, when you asked me before one of the better stuff that I smoked and like more expensive. That's that's one of them. Yeah, that's up there. Yeah. That's 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 a that's a special smoke. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. I think John gave me that at your house. Really? Yeah, I think he reached into his cooler and he ripped out a friggin' stack and gave me that time that I met him. And that was one of them. It was that and he had a football. Remember the football? A football cigar, yeah, yeah. And the football one, too. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, they make a different variation yeah. every year. Um, <clears throat> you know, while we're still kind of on this line of questioning, do you remember what your first box was? Um, my first box was, oh, the first box was the one you got me for my birthday. You bought me the... Uh, the Fuente, remember? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what box it was. White, the white box. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, that was the uh, Royal Salutes. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, that's a good box. I actually just finished my last one like a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, I still had them in there. Um, yeah, that's a good. That's a good cigar. No, they were. They were good. I just never bought boxes because I never went in and spent like you know hundreds on cigars. I just kind of would always get single sticks or the bundles. Right. Because I'm a cheap kid. That's fine. <laughs> You buy what you can smoke. You buy you buy what you can afford. You know, there's, no, there's never any shame. Of, you know what people buy. Or what I just feel like if I go and buy a very expensive box, you're never gonna want to smoke it. Yeah, I, I told you I have a weird OCD about the boxes. You like don't want to break down the box. Yeah, like actually no, you know. So the first box I had was the LFD sampler. Remember? I don't know if I'd call it a whole box. But, no, but, but it was yeah. it was a box, and it was neatly separated inside. It was all the different tubes. All the different tubes, yeah. and like I just didn't want to touch it. Yeah, I remember that. I I was weird, and you're like just fucking. Just you you and I didn't you, I didn't want to touch it. I remember you bringing that over like four different times, and, and like, oh, like, I brought this, and then you would be like, I don't want to open it yet, and I'd be and, like, and, why? And then and this is how stu- buy more. This is how stupid I am. I realized the inside that separates them comes out. And then it's no longer a neatly separated box. I'm yeah, like, oh, I just felt bad about, you know, it's like taking a child from their parents, you know. Uh, the, in what way? Well, because the box is like their home. Yeah. And then you have, you know. Uh, that's a strange analogy. Then, I've never heard the, that and before. And then I would just look at it and be like, it's gone. Yeah. Well, you, you know. I mean, I kind of know what you're saying. There's, there's certain boxes. I've, I've. I just didn't want to touch it. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's a weird analogy right there. Yeah, it's a terrible analogy, but it's it's what it is. You know, you, you told us this story, getting off cigars for a minute. You, you told us this story uh, before we before we started the show tonight. Uh, you had this, this strange encounter with a very clingy person online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you're a single man now. You're a bachelor. You're out on the market. You know, you're getting yourself out there. Barely, kinda. You're, you're not really pushing it. I am working 
a lot of hours. I have no time. You have no time to, to do social. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. You're flying solo. Sometimes you need that. But you do. Uh, you you have some. Sometimes you have some time to try and be social online. And in one particular uh, encounter that you had, didn't appreciate uh, your somewhat slow response time. She messaged me because she saw a picture of my cat. Oh. Said, hey, your cat's really cool. I said, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Here's my Snapchat. Here's my Snapchat. Nothing. And then she would message me. And this whole span happened in like two days. Mm-hmm. And she messaged me probably like 30 times in those two days and said, hey, like, do you want to get to know me or not? Literally, nothing else. Like, just do you want to get to know me or not? Because, like, I didn't snap her or message her because... Frankly, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I literally messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm busy. Like, I'm working a lot. Yeah, you're working. You're a busy guy. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm all over the place. What did she expect you to answer, like, with, with no, seconds? She, or, she, I don't know. So I was like, I'm busy. And then she's like, and then, and then, I forgot what she said. She was like, okay, well, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to find something here. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah, yeah I, we all I, are. I, like, I'm sorry to, <laughs> I'm sorry to ghost you, but I'm really busy. Like, sorry about. Yeah. Getting back to you, and then I deleted her off Snap because I'm like, I'm all set. And then she went back on the app that I was on, on the messenger, and said, "You could have just been straight up with me." And then she called me a pussy. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. I I was to like, what yeah, the she, fuck? yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, that's a first. Whatever. That's a first for you. Yeah, I don't care. Too, I don't give two shits about her or you, that. You, you seemed a little ticked about it earlier. That's why. No, I just thought it was funny that like. Oh, she, you think it's she funny? She said that. Yeah. You seemed angry before, so. I. Are you well, not used to women like putting you in your place? I. She didn't put me in my place in any way. Sounds like she form. did. I don't. Know. Not really. Sounds like she was wearing the pants in that encounter. For two days, I guess she yeah, was the I boss. Don't know. I don't yeah, I know. This, you know. You're not used to that kind of. Anyway. She just doesn't understand, I guess. That it's all good. People. Hey, work. you know what? You finally got to come on the show. You've been asking for a while. We made it happen. Was it everything you expected it to be? Yeah. It's nothing crazy. We just talk. No. I mean, I it's wish not I, a regular I, show I, for us. We I wish I had more insight. It's okay. You're learning. About stuff. You're the average cigar smoker right here. You're learning. You're an average newer cigar smoker. Like I, Well, like I said before, officially. Yeah. Like I kind yeah. of care what I'm smoking. Yeah. I try to take care of what I'm smoking. My humidor is set perfectly. It's nice. Everything's nice inside of it. I got Are you it really particular about the way you keep your humidor? Um, so like I have it's not that big of a humidor. It only holds I think two hundred sticks. I have about I mean that's a good size. I have a well yeah, you you guys bought it for me actually for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I think last year, right? I did. Stand up one. I actually I, I sacrificed the first drawer for humid packs. Because I realized if you put a humid pack in the drawers, you can't put many cigars in it. So yeah. I ba- and there's vents through them. So you know I put the hum- obviously I have a big you know I have I have the proper hum- Bovita pack that suits 200 sticks in my humidor. Okay. And it's in the bottom shelf and it works fine. It does it gets the whole thing and I you know I let it sit for a couple days and it was perfect. So on the first drawer I have my Angel Share. Yeah. And I have. Um, some LFD, um, <clears throat> some Perdomo stuff, and then second, I have a craft ton of factory smokes. But yeah, I know you love those. And then I have, I think I got a couple short stories mixed in there too, actually. And then on like the third drawer, I have more factory smokes because like I said, I bought a hundred of them. <laughs> and then I have some, on the top shelf, I have a couple factory smokes. I have a... What else do I have in there right now? I have I have something else in there. I have a um, I think I have a couple acids in there, because Joe smokes them. My, oh, my yeah, uh, roommate. Your roommate, yeah, yeah, and I, he's I, he's welcome to everything in my humidor. I tell him countless times, you know, when his buddies come over and stuff, like our buddy Mike, he smokes. Take one. I don't care. Yeah. You know, not the bottom drawer. Anything else? Yours. Oh, yeah. God forbid. Well, it's my angel shit. Yeah. Would you give yours away? I mean, I have to you. Yes, but that's me. Yeah. You're marrying my sister. Yeah, I know. So. Kind of comes with the territory here. What's that called? Taxes? Taxes, um, dues. Yeah. Whatever. So. <clears throat> Paying the toll. Yeah. Know. So, um, yeah. Let me, let me ask you this question before we wrap up. 
What's one cigar that you haven't had that you you really want to try? Atabe. That would be the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Atabe or Davidoff. Or Davidoff. Yeah. Interesting. Because you've talked highly of them and you have them. And no, they're really good. They're really good smokes. Yeah. yeah, I've never had them. I mean, I you know, I don't know. Two very different kinds of cigars. Yeah. Similar, but very different. Um, different tobaccos and whatnot. Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I think you have a birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. This month. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that'll happen for you. I just don't want to buy a whole box of something I had never smoked yet. You don't have to buy a whole box. You can buy singles. I know. You know. It's all right. Maybe you'll find something. Yeah. And uh, maybe you'll get a gift. But on that note, we're going to wrap up the show. I'll let you stick around for this one. Since you mentioned Davidoff, don't forget, next week, um, we're back <coughs> with a guest, an industry guest. Uh, we have Class Kellner. Um, he's going to talk a little bit about his family, tobaccos, and uh, working with Davidoff and all of the stuff that he does. So don't miss that same place, same time, next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, anywhere podcasts can be found. So please don't forget to go on, like, subscribe, follow on all of our platforms. Uh, no spare notes this week. Spare notes will return next Saturday night uh, with William Cooper of Cigar Coop and myself. And that will be on at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook and YouTube. And following will be everywhere podcasts can be found. You can find our right, the spare notes actually for anyone who um, – I've gotten a couple questions on this. Uh, the spare notes episodes are all with – the regular smoke and tobacco show episode so if you follow us there the spare notes episodes will be there as well um as well as uh coop will post it on on um on square coop you'll find it there and um we have a uh a short list of topics as of now but it changes very quickly it'll be a long list by the time we go live next week uh so stay tuned for that show that's going to be a great time and uh we have a long list of guests set up for the rest of the month and then into october um as we mentioned before so it's going to be a pretty busy uh month or so coming up as we get right into the fall and then into the holiday season. We have a lot of different things planned for that. So stay smoky guys and we'll see you next week. Take care.